and welcome to the latest episode of Life with No Filter. Uh, it's eight sleeps to Christmas, so we're doing, we're recording a Christmas special. Um, I'm Vanessa Robinson, and I'm joined by three friends, Kavita Bassi, Rod Maxwell, and Brooke Trotter. I absolutely love Christmas um, and the whole fest festive season, but for someone with a brain injury, it can actually be a perfect storm um, because there's um, there's the noise, the crowds, there's so much to do and so many activities, it leads to fatigue. Uh, there's lots of alcohol. Uh, there's pressure to be perfect. There's a fear of missing out. And it's a time of high emotions and tensions. So we're going to talk about um, you know, so what can go wrong <laughs> and then maybe some uh, solutions on how we can make things run more smoothly and therefore you enjoy it more. Um, so I'll perhaps go over to Rod and he can tell us well, about his Christmas preparations this year <laughs> well uh, it, it christmas uh, is four years ago since i left salford royal so christmas was the first thing i did almost from coming out of hospital after 12 weeks in the the cocoon of what was the hospital and um i, I traditionally i've always loved christmas i i've loved you know the present buying i like the going to events and and and, and all, all of that stuff. But actually, with a brain injury and the challenges that you've got, it is a logistical nightmare. And and and, and it, it, it's, I think it's the perfect storm of all the things that actually can trouble you when you've got a brain injury in terms of memory and emotion and, and things like that. So, um, you know, I, I often end up sometimes sending um people two cards uh, if i don't have my list right sometimes i'll not send a card at all uh, i might miss the post for international post you know and they're all small little things but they really get on your um your your mind when you used to be able to do those things um quite well and and that's before you throw in the fact that you've got crowds there's a lot of noise and alcohol, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm, I, I try not to consume any alcohol or much alcohol anymore, but everybody's out having a jolly old time and drinking away and, and you're not. And, and, and so it's definitely something that I've had to get my head around a little bit better because it, it is about logistics Christmas, right? And logistics is something I was never very good at anyway, right? You might say, I'm just a man and I wasn't good at, <laughs> but I am worse now. And I used to enjoy it so much. And in the early days, I probably put myself under too much pressure to try to be normal and do the things I did before. And I crashed, you know? So, you know, simple things like buying presents and, and not getting it right. I had a bit of an emotional crash. So I, I think it's a perfect storm and it's a, 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 a real a real challenge for, for somebody who has, you know, uh, memory issues and, and higher levels of emotional stress, if you like, you know. But having a brain injury does give you a free pass uh, to not have to do the things you don't want to do. So... Um, 
I stopped sending cards, um, partly because I used to give them to people that I work with and I saw every day and it was just ridiculous. You know, you just think, say, Merry Christmas. And, um, but I think that the key thing, as most things in life, is about planning. So you have to think that, uh, just think ahead. And it's not as if it comes as a surprise. It happens every 25th of December. Um, <laughs> you know, no, but if you, if you want to make a Christmas cake, you have to do it in October. You know, yeah. you don't, if it's not the best thing maybe to go to Sainsbury's on Christmas Eve looking for one. Um, well, you, you see, your, your point about strategies, and, and this is what I, I still haven't properly got my head around actually it is is the the little things that you you use little tactics that you use little aids that you use that keep your life in some sort of order you know lists on your phone um remembering where you put things my biggest issue at christmas is i hide presents from people <laughs> right and then i forget where but you find them at Easter or something, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly, and 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 you know, so so not only do I hide the thing, but I have to then put a um, a reminder of where I put it, you know, so that I, I've got it. And and you know, only the only week I couldn't remember if I'd posted cards for my mom and my two sisters, right? And you could say oh, it doesn't really matter their family, but it matters to me. So I ended up, I was certain, absolutely certain, I bought them. And I think I bought them at the time when I think I sent a card to America. But I ended up going back into the shop, going back and buying more cards and sending them only because I didn't record. Yes, I'd done that. And, and it, it was all, all OK. I, I, so anyway, it's all Chris project management, isn't it? It's back to Prince, isn't it? What we should be. I have something very valuable to say about Christmas cards. Just one point. Go on then. I just make it easy. What I do is a digital card that goes on my social media that says Merry Christmas to everyone. And I do not send a single card anymore. So this picture is of me and my family with our Christmas hats on that I put on social media and it says Merry Christmas to all my friends and family. Just make it simple. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, I've done that, put it on, on Facebook before. Um, not normally one um at least that way you're right at least that way you've got a you say you made it simple and you've got a record that you've done it because you can see it and uh, you're you're right i i think the worst thing you can do and i'm being terrible at this is i try to pretend or try to go on as if i don't have more limitations in, in my life and 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 i think this is all part of the coming to terms with it i, I still haven't come to terms with the fact and I refuse. I'm bloody minded, really. I'm trying to refuse. And that's where I get bloody minded with fatigue. And I take on too many things. And then I crash. I, I you know, only last week I had a complete, almost emotional crash because I had taken too much stuff. My bucket was too, too full. And it was overflowing. And, and Christmas was just adding to the problem, you know, so... So how do we deal with noise and crowds and things like that? Um, I now, well, this year doesn't really count, does it? Because we can't go out anyway, but um, I do have a, a case of FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. But I think you do have to look at invitations and think, well, yeah, I can't go out every week before Christmas. Um, some girlfriends who I used to work with, 
we in the last few years we've actually now started going out in January after Christmas so it's something to look forward to and quite often uh restaurants have deals anyway yeah yeah um so it is about pacing yourself I think um <clears throat> something for me is um I think Christmas highlights a lot of the problems that anybody with a brain injury has and one thing it highlights for me is it's like it's a family time and everybody say everybody say one thing that people get stressed about is that um you know it might be stressful but at least to get to see the family and stuff like that but I mean and that kind of I don't, so I don't have a family. I've still got mum, dad, but I don't have any kids or anything like that. So I am, um, one thing that kind of, well, one highlights that for me, like I would like to look to, I see people with the kids on, you know, on Christmas Eve and, you know, pretending to be Santa and what have you. But I don't actually, I don't have that. But then I, there's a thing with my mum, you know, it's not like, you're going to bring us a grandson one day for a, grand, a granddaughter. Oh. And um, my nephew has actually just had a lovely little boy called Leo, and that's taken a massive weight off my shoulder, and I don't feel I don't feel the pressure. About <laughs> him. Um, but yeah, especially with like, I suppose it happened to me when I was just like just like growing up. Well, not growing up, but like turning into an adult, and I don't have um, like. So, like, the last thing I can remember before my head injury, really, is being a, being a student, being out most nights, and, you know, you're meant to be having a great, you were having a great time, but you kind of assume that people, you kind of lose, what all's happened to me is I've lost connection with the real world, and I kind of assumed that everybody was carrying on like that, but um, obviously they weren't, and I have this feeling of, you know, what you were talking about, Vanessa, FOMO, fear of missing out. And you've got to think, like, one one thing was good for me. Like, I couldn't speak to anybody very much. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't think fast enough to have, like, a real-life conversation. So social media was really good for me. So I kind of believed in that. I believed I didn't really realise that Instagram, Facebook, it was just, just like a highlight reel of, oh, people would put that put things on there for the purpose of them looking good and you just kind of focus in on that and you just think everybody else is having such a great time except for me and you feel like I should be out there I should be doing um I should be you know out on a night out having a great time but then if you do go on a great night you, you go on if you do go on a night out it's just overwhelming it's it's exhausting the fatigue kicks in massively and I hate it and then you just think you know that you don't fit in anywhere anymore so it can be quite it can be quite depressing but um i've as, I've, as time have come on i've got you know i've got to get to really like it um i just i appreciate seeing people now especially seeing as um you know i think as you as you get older you you know you 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 know you don't see your mates all the time anymore do you and you do you do appreciate seeing them but um well, I do think it is. It is traditionally a family time, and I, but I would say that includes extended family. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but it's also a time as adults. We're so busy that you you say, "Oh, we must catch up before Christmas." And let's put things in the diary, don't you? Yeah, but it, it's it's always 
it'll be interesting to see where whether Christmas and lockdown is a a bit simpler. Right? Oh, definitely, so, so, it's going to be just in terms of how many people are sitting around the the dining room table. It's going to be five of us this year. Well, last year, I think there were fifteen on Christmas Day, and then on Boxing Day, somewhere else there was twelve. I mean, it was for me, it was just although it's lovely, and I really want to be with all these people. It's the fact that it's all together, you know, within 72 hours. And why do we have to do that? And I'm sort of, you know, sort of, well, you know, pandemics come along and maybe the, this is what I asked for and we've got it. But to actually space out the, the gatherings, we don't all have to do it on the 25th and 26th of December. You know, we could do something in January when I say it's such an anticlimax afterwards um you know it is about getting together it doesn't necessarily have to be you go out sorry you go out, you go out in January and there's nobody about that as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have like a huge family really really big family um I'm one of four siblings and you know we've all got kids and everything and pre-brain injury I used to sort of host Christmas at mine every year and it I used to love it absolutely love it enjoy getting all the presents ready buying everyone presents and doing you know all the things that you do but I think since since I had my hemorrhage it has just become so overwhelming and I just panic so much coming up to Christmas that, you know, again, you know, simple things like not doing all the Christmas cards is one big relief yeah. for me. Um, but even, you know, wrapping the presents, I now get my daughter to help me and sort of give her the tasks. I think as well as planning and as well as trying to sort of see how you're going to do things, it's... um. It's also about delegating as well. Yes. Like don't, don't be too proud. Don't be a master, a martyr. You know, ask for people to help. <laughs> and you know, even so, if you are hosting on Christmas Day, people like to have a, a bit of responsibility. So you don't have to do it all and be the hostess with the mostess. You can say, well, could you be responsible for everybody's drinks? Could you be responsible for setting the table? Whatever. Do, 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 the, the thing yes, that. The thing that I, I I find that I need to be more mindful of is so say you're ordering a gift online, which this year probably more yeah. than any other year, you know, rather than just order it and then leave your computer and go, I, I need to buy build in five minutes of extra time to take a note and put a note in my phone to say, right, you've ordered this, it's from this company. And it should come on this date, right? Because um, although you might get an email confirmation, you can lose that. So at the moment, what's preoccupying part of my brain, which I don't have enough space to preoccupy, is I'm thinking, right, I've got a gift that's coming from somewhere for my mom that I've got to get and then wrap and then send. And what if it doesn't get here in time? And, and it, it just, I, I, know, I know that people who, who don't have brain injury might be thinking, well, that's just normal, you know, but it, it just seems to occupy more space that isn't... Well, I think we've got less space to occupy, so it probably takes up the same amount of megabytes. It's just that we've got... <laughs> small, we haven't it. got a terabyte of memory any longer, have but, we? So. Yeah, that is it. I, I was going to say, Rod, you know that you can actually order the gift 
to the person that you're sending it to and request for it to be gift wrapped. So then you don't have to get involved. I, you know, I, I should have done that in this occasion, but I, I, I was trying to get something that was I'm bit... going to become your Christmas elf next year, Rod. <laughs> and you, you know what frustrates me? I used to be good at this stuff, yeah. you know, and, and you can going... enjoy it as well. And I think when you get oh. dressed, it takes the pleasure out of it of, choosing a gift it totally when, because does. you're just like in in panic mode but if you've actually come out that is perfect for that person and bye first thing i think is if you've, you've well you've not because i've always planned to do my christmas shopping in october um <laughs> yeah and then you get it's like the end of november you've not even started yet early december then you go to the traffic center and you think oh my god because it, they've never been, you've never seen anywhere so busy in your life. But I think um, that really, that really <laughs> rubs it in that you've not been organised enough. Yeah, well, well, I since my brain injury, I've only been to the Trafford Centre once, and hmm. anyway, never oh. again. But I really try and support local, um, yeah, businesses anyway, and I think we're very lucky um, where we live. Um, so I do, but that then adds to the pressure, doesn't it? That you don't want to go on Amazon and just click the first thing because you're thinking all oh, that, you know. Um. I've um, I've just really discovered Amazon this year. I mean, I've had it anyway, but um, I, it's just I know it's I know they're wrong. I know they don't pay the taxes and they, they treat the staff terribly. But it, for God's sake, it come you order it and it comes the next day. You can't really. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know I, I i still like to buy uh presents for a number of my, my i'm at the age now where some of my nieces and nephews are having kids and and i still like to buy for them because you know the thing about christmas is you like to buy toys right yes yes and and well, that's the pleasurable thing isn't it it's not no it, it is and, and actually to be honest brooke something like amazon is a flipping godsend because they'll wrap it and they'll send it, and and it's easy. And I, 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 for you, for the same reason as you, I can't stand the fact that I rely on them so much because I think there's not enough money staying in this country and whatever. But you realise that you have to simplify your life when you've had a brain injury, and you've got you've got to strip things back and find easy paths to do lots of stuff really you know even even just storing passwords for you know your, phone oh. and your gadgets you know yeah and and, and I, I i really i really I, I i always think back to how arrogant i was in hospital when somebody was trying to explain this to me and i and and trying to say you have to have these strategies in place and i and it always it always sits with me badly when i think I didn't understand that and I didn't realize that that was going to be one of the fundamental changes in my life. And, and, you know, you, well, you call them strategies or tactics or little, little aids or whatever you, you do have to, you know, find things that simplify your life, you know, like leaving your keys in the same place all the time. Like I should have a box for the presents and just trust that nobody's got to go in there instead of hiding them around the house, you know? I wish I could have a box, but I, you know, I, I used to hide them around the house, you know, so nobody would find them. And I, I still do. Couldn't you do it? hide and seek then on christmas day right go and find whatever you find you can keep 
I, I, it was, <laughs> I, was, I was watching um, Gavin and Stacey Christmas special the other night and a smithy wraps his presents in tin foil. And I thought, that's a really good idea. I don't know how he fits. It's sparkly. Yeah. I remember that episode. That's a good episode. Yes, it? yes. But I'll tell, I wanna, I'll tell you what the, one of the good things is. I can watch reruns of Christmas movies and still yeah. be surprised. You know, that, <laughs> yeah. that's that's one of the quite nice things. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could watch a rerun of a movie and, and think that's part of it. You, Christmas is about tradition, isn't it? And it's you know, tradition that you watch Home Alone or um, yeah. I can't think what films are now, but there is sort of comfort in that as well. Um, yeah, you watched Christmas with the Cranks yesterday. Oh, right, that's yours, is it? What's and the, the really old one of the, where the man is going to commit suicide and then? Oh, uh, is that um, yeah? That's um, James Dean, not James Dean. James Jimmy Stewart, is it? Yes. Um, uh, it's a wonderful Christmas. Um, a wonderful life. Wonderful we watch life. that every every Christmas. You, you see, um, there's people who do. I don't think I've ever had the concentration to watch it all the way through. And some yeah, people, because you've seen it's it a classic. Before, you know what's happened. What happens? You don't have to engage so much with it it's not like um, a thriller who done it where you're trying to concentrate on it i, I tell you, you even have a bit of a nap while it's on and you wake up half an hour later and it's still going. can i can i just mention so i was watching christmas with the cranks and it was so funny because i don't think this was done deliberate but the the mum in mrs crank um basically just kept repeating what she was saying to her husband to make sure that he does it. And I just felt like it was me because <laughs> I always repeat myself like so much. I forgot that I said that to my husband, but then I keep repeating, repeating, repeating. And we were watching it last night and I was like, oh my God, that is me. That is me. <laughs> and it, but you're so right. Watching a film that you've already seen, which doesn't take much effort is actually really, really nice. It's very soothing. And and it and it actually makes you still have that feel good factor, but you don't have to concentrate so much. So I, I love re reruns of any. Anyway. It's like putting on that you know favorite jumper or whatever. It just makes you feel good and um, yeah, and it's easy, isn't it? You know, it's sort of family time without having to use too much brain injury i'll tell you the other thing though that does make christmas easier and that that's the the better range of non-alcoholic alcohol substitutes right um, and and you know th this is something that i um i i i've I, you know I, you know whether it be um there's there's some nice non-alcoholic gin type things for example uh, the wines are better they're not quite as sweet as they used to be and and even the beers are okay. That's for somebody because I, I used to really enjoy having not drink to be drunk, but I, I like that element of a different thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Christmas Day is the only day it's acceptable to start drinking at breakfast. <laughs> it is a bucks fizz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 well, that's what we have at breakfast. Uh, and you also, I think as well, there's um, a far greater range of say cordials of yeah. not imitation alcohol, but Especially soft drinks. non soft drinks, yeah. yeah. I don't. I hardly drink now since I had a brain injury. No, um, I, 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 one because of medication, but I just, I don't know. It just seems to. 
the effect of alcohol seems to just be far quicker and far worse than it yeah. used to be. Longer to get over as well. Right. But 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 that that for me has been a real godsend, and yeah. and that I don't feel like I'm missing out, and even the fact that the bottle looks normal, you know, uh, it, it, I mean it's silly, isn't it? But you know, uh, like I I used to love a gin and tonic, and now I can have a nice um, uh, tonic uh, with with uh, nice flavors. And a gin substitute, which is not alcoholic, and, and to be honest, it's mostly you're tasting the tonic anyway. Yes. And yeah. by the time you put some lime and whatever, and 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 it's the it's the the celebratory nature of all of that, you know, and and yeah, you don't feel like drinking in companionship, isn't it? It's sort of yeah. It's, so it's I just like the atmosphere. Yeah. You can't use a glass of Ribena, can you? <laughs> I only have one glass, so if I'm drinking. I would just have one glass. I have it very slowly and I have some soft drink on the side. So whenever we, as a family, or, you know, if it's a Friday night or we're getting a takeaway or something, uh, or even like coming up to Christmas, I make sure that I have my soft drink on the side and just have a glass of wine, which I would drink very slowly. Like everyone else might have two or three, but I just like keep to my one glass because mm. Yeah, the effects of it is like so much more than what oh, it was before. Yeah. Um, and I do like to have a, a nice glass of wine every now and again, but it's just that the after effects are just, it's, I, I just don't want to even like get into it. So, yeah. Do, do, do you know, what? I, I feel a, a real sense of responsibility that people went out of their way, you know, it's their job, I know, but to, to patch me up and, and, and look after me. And, uh, and 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 spent their lives working out how to do that, you know, and, and, and are brave enough to go into somebody's brain and operate on them, right? And and I shouldn't be then filling my body with something that's gonna make my blood vessels swell and potentially cause a bleed or something, you know. So I almost feel a real responsibility not to unwind something that they 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 did. Uh, and it, it it wasn't something that I was good at initially I, it's taken me a while to to come to terms with it because I didn't feel I felt like I lost so much of my life that I didn't I, I felt like I, I wasn't an adult anymore when I couldn't have a drink in adult company you know I felt like it was the last bastion of my my adultness that was being taken away from me and I, I couldn't I, I mean very childish uh, it's a whole different subject but Christmas is that perfect storm for that? And, and it's taken a while for me to come to terms with that, really. You know? So talking about, um, thinking about noise and alcohol and crowds, um, I used to love the Christmas markets, but you know, they are um, horrendous. But I, how, I mean, obviously they're not on this year, but I, in the past couple of years, I've gone say as, as they've opened about 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. So you can still, go there it's not quite the atmosphere but I know that you enjoy them don't you Brooke? Well I enjoy, <laughs> enjoy anywhere you can go and have a drink yeah but um, <laughs> last year my two of my friends came over and uh, they, brought that, they brought their little boy and little girl and uh, they wanted to go to the little lad Freddie wanted to go to um, ice skating and we, we, oh, were, yeah. we were at ice skating and it was oh, I can't remember what it's called but um, it's, do you know? Do you know where the ice rink is? It's like just by near the, the Fields or somewhere, isn't it? 
not spinning fields, it's, you know, there's Victoria Square, there's that, there's that building and there's that, like, um, uh, anyway, it's not... Anyway, it's the of Manchester. Yeah. Across the Victoria Station, anyway, and then it was, we went at, like, seven o'clock on a Saturday night, and, oh, my God, it was, like, the... I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anything so busy in my life. It was just horrible. And there was, there was, um, they're obviously limiting like um, how many skaters you can get on. And it was just, it was like a, like a hurt, like a stampede of cattle with, <laughs> um, with sky skates on. It was horrible. But um, yeah, it wasn't. I, I certainly think um, the Christmas markets, I do, I do like them, um, but. You've got to pick when you go. And yeah. Seven o'clock at the morning. Seven o'clock on a Saturday night, one of the yeah. busiest parts is not the place to go. Mm. Well, uh, I mean, I, I think, you know, Christmas, New Year, I mean, New Year um, is, uh, New Year's Eve is a long night. Uh, and, and so banking some sleep, whether it be Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, banking some sleep is not a bad way um, because it is a bit like a marathon really, isn't it? A marathon yeah. of food, a marathon of socialising, you know, so um, going well, on. I'm trying to make, sorry, I was, when I've done New Year's Eve previously, I've just focused on trying to make 12 o'clock just to, to be seen at 12 o'clock. Not, not that I, and then you sort of realise how I feel that I don't even actually want to be here. Um, I don't even want to do it. Um, so I've, I've, in the past, I've gone to bed at like 10 o'clock. Um, oh, I, I I've actually missed New Year yeah. a couple of yeah. years in a row because I fell asleep when it's turning midnight. Yeah. <laughs> what's the point? You're only doing it for the people, aren't you? Yeah. But I, as well, I'd like to start the new year, do something special on New Year's Day and, you know, yeah. not feel exhausted or hungover or, or don't, you know. Well, yeah, you do New Year's Day loud. That's a good thing. <laughs> but it's my husband's birthday on New Year's Day. Oh, of course, so yeah. I want, so I want to be, like, all fresh and ready. Yeah. Go for a nice lunch and everything. So yeah, it's 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 always tricky. I think that time of year between Christmas and New Year, you just have to make sure that you don't do too much, don't take too much on, have your rest, make sure that you look after yourself. Because like I said before, I used to host it every year, and now I just give it to someone else to host in the family <laughs> because I just don't want to do it. It's just, it's too stressful. This year, actually, I am hosting it. Um, and yeah, to abide with like COVID rules and everything, I'm making sure that everyone's tested and everyone comes like with safety and everything. So it's, it's gonna be, I'm just gonna see what's gonna happen. I'm still delegating every job. I'm not actually doing anything. <laughs> using well, I really own. enjoy cooking, but I have to say, at Christmas, I don't have to prove to anyone that I can cook, and there's nothing wrong with going and getting pre-prepared things from Marks and Spencers, you know. Well, um, things from Marks and Spencers. Heat them up in the oven. Yeah, <laughs> but, but why? You know, there's such pressure on us to produce this perfect meal or whatever. Well, it's meant to, if that causes you stress on the day, I'm sure that you're the people you're with would rather have you happy and actually present while they're opening the presents rather than stuck in the kitchen stressing about it yes and for some people 
producing the actual Christmas meal is the most important thing. Well, that's good, but you don't have to be like that at Christmas. If you want to prove that you're a good cook, you could host a dinner party in February when there isn't yeah, the pressure of having to get the right um, ripeness of avocados on Christmas Eve or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it, I guess it, it can be the perfect storm in one way. You just have to you just have to decide what you can do and and, and reduce a little bit, I guess, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Do a little bit less, but do it well. And also cherry pick what you want to do. So perhaps you can't go out on all the social events that you want to. So actually you've got the perfect excuse to say, oh no, I've got a brain injury, I can't do that. <laughs> planning though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think a lot of it's down yeah. to planning. So even down to, you know, doing your Christmas wrapping on Christmas Eve, um, try and spread it out. Um, well, I, I, I'll have to write my map of where I've hidden the presents. <laughs> uh, them before you can wrap them. I, I've got, yeah, take it'll probably photograph. take... I'll, take uh, photograph. I, 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 I'm going to have... I, I've got a to-do on my phone to try to remember where presents are coming from, have they arrived, where I'm up to. And I, you know, I, I, so I, I know I've got to do it and I've just got to sit down and get it done, you know? It just feels so tedious when it wasn't something that you needed to do before, but that's life, isn't it? It is, that's life. Well, well on, um, I think on, on that note, let's all go away and have a very Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry yeah, Happy Christmas. Christmas. And see you in the new year. Yeah. Absolutely. Merry Love Christmas, everyone. Christmas.